Okay, so this will be the second podcast that we are doing. Um, Sarah and I are here. And I think in this episode, we want to talk about um, our feelings and how we uh, how we feel about what we know now and how we've been dealing with things. Um, kind of the emotional responses we've had and the ups and downs of how that's changed and progressed and um, how it kind of changes day to day. Yeah, I think we've we've both kind of had um, highs and lows mm-hmm. where... Um, you know, you, you hear a song and it, uh, it, it triggers a response. Right. Um, music has always been a very big part of, I think, both our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. I love, I love music. Um, uh, I love old music, uh, not so much new music. Um, we hit probably mid nineties and, and I, I tend to get lost after that. So. <laughs> I'm more of a 70s, it's 80s. We're getting old. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think so. Uh, but I'm a 70s, 80s type of guy. You know, that that's primarily what I like to listen to. Um, and uh, I've gotten to where at night um, I've got a small Bluetooth speaker, and uh, I, I made I made a Christian song playlist. From uh, music that I remember from from growing up, music I've always listened to, uh, Phil Driscoll, Carmen, Stephen Curtis Chapman, uh, Michael English, BB and CC Winans, yeah, it just I can share that on Spotify with anybody who's interested um, because the playlist is on there. But again, it, it, it's primarily uh, late '80s, mm-hmm. you know, mid '80s, Dallas Home. Mid '80s, early '90s uh, Christian music, mm-hmm. but uh, if you're interested in that, uh, please just make sure you get a hold of us somehow, um, you, you know, through social media somehow, and and I will definitely send a link to that playlist so you guys can listen to it. Uh, it's about 14 hours long, and what I usually do is uh, get in bed, I I read the Bible, I read my devotional, and uh, shut everything down. Uh, turn the lights off and, and, and have the music playing. And, you know, I was having a really hard time with insomnia, um, initially, uh, because of the itch that I was having and it kind of carried over. Um, they had given me some, uh, tra- uh, tra- trazodone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Trazodone. They gave me some trazodone at the hospital and, uh, I took it for just a little while and really, once I started listening to the music, it kind of calmed me down and it, it was enough to, I, I haven't taken it in probably several weeks for sure. Yeah, it's been longer. Yeah. It, it, well, I haven't taken it since I was released from the hospital the first time, I yeah. think that very first time. So at least a month I would, mm-hmm. I would assume. Um, but uh, Sarah and I were talking uh, just yesterday at last night about, when we heard the news that I had uh, cancer. And I think we both had very different responses to it. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this will sound a little odd, but uh, 
I have a cousin, Jesse uh, Martinez, um, who was, I don't know, probably eight years older than me, eight or nine years, probably eight or nine years older than me. (coughs) Excuse me. And uh, December of last year, November, November of last year. Uh, he, he lost his battle. Well, it was either November or December. Yeah. He, he lost his battle with cancer and I believe, was it pancreatic? Mm-hmm. It pancreatic cancer. Um, he died a day after his son's, uh, birthday. If I remember correctly. Something like that. Yeah. Um, very close. To very, very, very yeah. close to it. Um, I grew up with Jesse and his brothers and uh, his, his sister, Rosemary. Uh, we were very close, uh, very close to them. And uh, I told Sarah yesterday, it was kind of weird. Uh, again, like I've said before, um, kind of a hypo hypo. I've always, I've always been that way. Um, if, if I get a cut, I think it's going to get a staph infection and you're going to have to amputate my arm, and that's just the end of the world. Like I just can't do it. These are true stories. Yeah, that's just how I am. And when my cousin died, um, I had this feeling in my gut that I had cancer, and I can't describe it. And, and I, I, I don't know why. And he never verbalized that. Yeah. I, I, I never said anything to anybody. It was uh, just yeah. a feeling that he had. It, it was just, it, it was weird. Um, but it was a, it was a strong feeling. Like I was, I was scared. Um, uh, because I really thought that, which, you know, I ended up having, but something just told me, um, that I had cancer and, Oddly enough, I thought I had lung cancer. Um, I smoked, geez, um, really from the, the, the military on, you know, uh, you, you, you join the military and you will pick up on probably three things pretty quickly. Uh, you will cuss, you will smoke and you will drink, you know, and, uh, um, for those that don't know, um, Sarah and I graduated from Fayetteville Christian School. And back in the day, it was called Mission Boulevard Baptist. Mm-hmm. And um, I was voted best Christian attitude in my senior year. Uh, I didn't cuss. I didn't smoke. I didn't drink. Uh, I was I was really I a good... do any of Yeah, I, I, I was really a good kid. Uh, and I know a lot of you will laugh hearing this because you know me. Uh, and, and you, you probably can't see me that way, but, uh, I was a good kid, you know, uh, and, and Sarah was more the rebellious, um, the rebellious teen and, what? uh, she was, you know, the, uh, the troublemaker. Oh, I was not. And, you know, she was taking me down horribly ugly paths that oh, I had to resist. Right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, um. Uh, I, I can remember <laughs> Sarah and I uh, buying our first pack of cigarettes, mm-hmm. and 
It was right after we got married. It was right after we got married, and I can <laughs> I can distinctly remember us like smoking one or two cigarettes and throwing and throwing them away. Them. Like we went to a dumpster. <laughs> And th- I think it was after we watched The Bodyguard. I think it was. We, I think we had driven back from Rogers. Yeah, we went to the Rogers Dixieland Mall and uh, had seen The Bodyguard. Uh, I'm a Whitney Houston fan. Uh, can't help it. Always have R. been. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm a big Whitney Houston fan. And so we watched the movie at the, the, the theater in Rogers at the mall when they had a theater. And I remember we drove around the back and threw the cigarettes in, in a dumpster, dumpster. <laughs> because we felt guilty about it. And it, it, it was just, it was, you know, um, but I, I, I'm not uh, proud of the fact that we smoked. Excuse me. But um, got to my first duty station. And really that's when, when uh, in, in North Carolina, really the, for me, my smoking picked up. I think Sarah's did. Um, and uh, we smoked for, what, 10 years? Maybe, something like that. Probably 10 years. Uh, and, and again, I'm a hypo-hypo, so the whole time, I thought I was going to die of lung cancer. And uh, I think I've, I've got like an allergy thing. My doctor has not been able to quite tell me what it is. But quite frankly, I'm beginning to think my doctor might be a quack. Um, because he told me I didn't have cancer either. Um, and, uh, uh, thank God. Um, I remember being at UAMS recently and they did a CAT scan of my chest, uh, and my upper abdomen to make sure that the cancer I have, uh, had not spread mm-hmm. to, you know, my pancreas or my lungs or anything else. And I I tell you what, those were um, some of the most tense moments I had uh, wanting to know if if it was going to come back that I had lung cancer. Because, you know, I, 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 those of you that work with me, you've heard it. Um, It sounds like I'm coughing up or hacking up a hairball. I I really think it's allergies. Um, But, um, at this point, it's almost a nervous tick. I don't know, but I, it happens a lot in the morning, and I just kind of sound like a cat hack, hacking up a hairball. <laughs> a hairball, really. I mean, that's just kind of part of it. But uh, uh, back to my original uh, story here was I, I kind of had a, a feeling, like I said, that, that I had cancer, and I just didn't know why. And uh, I remember when we got called back to the GI specialist and he told us, um, Sarah, Sarah took it hard yeah. and, and, and I could tell, and, and she was hurting and I kind of, I, I didn't cry initially. No, in fact, um, I was really surprised that I was the one crying and you were just kind of calm um, because up until that point, you had been very, you had become very emotional. Yeah. And so once we actually had that news, I expected for you to have an emotional response. And instead, I was the one standing there crying and trying to compose myself because obviously I needed to support you. Yeah. And, and, uh, 
I remember asking him questions, you know, you know, like, uh, what's the next step? Uh, he, he at the time thought that I was going to be eligible for a liver transplant and uh, that would be my next step. But the tumor ended up being too big uh, for me to have a liver transplant. Right. Uh, it had to be, I think they said three they centimeters. Had a, it had to be under three. Under, well, he had said under five. Under five. That was not correct. It had to be under three centimeters. Yeah. And currently, uh, at, at last uh, measurement, my tumor was, I think, 4.6 centimeters uh, in, in size. So that made me ineligible for a liver transplant. Um, and, you know, I, I really did not fully grasp, I think, the, uh, the reality of, of what I had been told. I think until we got with the family and, and we brought all the family together and, and, then, uh, it really and then it hit me and, and, and I felt I was scared. I was, um, I, I think I was more scared than I, I've ever been in my life. Um, it, it was, it was the weirdest thing to think that I had something in my body, uh, that it had the potential to kill me. Mm-hmm. Um, that was was the strangest thing and that it had been there you know for a little while and i didn't know um that's what's so crazy about cancer is that you can have something like that in your body without any sign of it you know it can literally be killing you and you have no idea yeah yeah and and uh you know, learning to to deal with what we have. Uh, one of the things, uh, obviously, um, has been my faith in God, mm-hmm. and I have learned. Um, I have learned to trust Him uh, more than I ever have in my entire life. Um, and, and look, I'm going to, I'm going to tell everyone who knows me right now that I apologize. Uh, I apologize for not being a good testimony. Um, I apologize for not being an example of, of a good Christian man. You know, uh, I, I think that a lot of you knew that I was a Christian and, and I, I, you know, I, I had spoken about it. Uh, I know that we've had religious conversations at the PD before at lunch or something. And, and, you know, we've talked about things, but, um, I, I was not the example I should have been, especially in the position I was in, you know, uh, being, being the, the leader of, 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 uh, of an organization, you know, um, I, I should have been setting a better example. And I apologize to everybody, uh, for, for not, for not doing that. But I have learned and, uh, I have, uh, I have reevaluated where I was and, you know, that has helped me deal with this. The one thing that I've told Sarah, um, that has helped us, I think, 
was that we we can't be angry and we can't hate. And I'm really struggling. Um, you know, sometimes I'm not struggling with that, but I've I've been very angry. I've been. Um, And it, it kind of manifests in a different way. So it's not necessarily that I feel angry because of the cancer, so to speak, but I've noticed that I've become very angry at situations, you know, things maybe that happen at work or, um, you know, it, it manifests itself in other ways, but I think it all stems from being angry about the cancer. Because, well, I don't want you to have it. <laughs> yeah. I don't want you to have cancer. I don't want to think about, um, you know, the possibility of um, losing you or, you know, and I hate that you're having to walk this road. I do. Yeah. I hate it. I wish I could take it from you. Yeah. Um, so I have a lot of... Um, I guess, negative emotions wrapped into that. Yeah. And, you know, I have, I've told Sarah that, you know, we can't be angry and we can't hate because the only direction that we can really point that anger and, and hate is towards God. Um, and, and we can't be angry at God because of the fact that he is the one that's going to get us through this. And, uh, you know, he already has when a plan. You said that the first time the other night. Um, I mean, it really impacted me because I hadn't really thought of it that way that, you know, in essence, I'm angry at God. Yeah. And, um, and I've been struggling with that and, and, struggling to admit that i guess yeah and and you know again we we have good we have good times and we have bad times uh, one of the things that we have tried to do and i've told sarah is we got to live one day at a time mm -hmm. you know i wake up every morning now and i thank god that I, i've got another day to live um and i want to remember this time as us living our lives and not being mad about something, you know, right. and, and I know it's been difficult for Sarah. Um, I, I still struggle with it. I'm not going to lie. You know, there, there are times where it, it's, uh, I'll be sitting at the, the kitchen table eating, and I've got my bile bag on the right hand side. I got a tube on the left hand side. I stand up. I was sitting on the tube. It pulls and, and I get frustrated because I, I hate having these bags. I, I hate having these tubes. Um, I can't sleep on my side. I can only sleep on my back and that's causing me issues because now my back is hurting. Um, you know, uh, I feel, you know, just restricted in movement. Mm -hmm. I've got this stupid bag with me all the time. Um, you know, I, I, I have struggled and I know I have, and I know you have. Mm -hmm. And, uh, 
you know, I think that the more you and I talk about things and kind of work through things, I think that we'll, we'll make it through that. And, and I think my advice for anybody else that is going through this or will go through this is just to take one day at a time. And, you know, sometimes one moment at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, today, uh, we've got about 10 minutes left. I, I want to keep this yes. at, at about 30 <laughs> minutes today. So we've got about 10 minutes to go. The time flies here, but, uh, today, um, I was extremely blessed by having, uh, members of our, of, of the Little Flock PD, uh, and really, um, uh, representation from almost every agency in Benton County. I think there was maybe one or two that weren't able to come and uh, they reached out and told me that they apologized. Um, but I think we counted 83 cars 83. that came by. Incredible. Yeah, they came by the house. Uh, I had no earthly idea it was going to happen. <laughs> Yay. Uh, usually I figure stuff out. We tried so <laughs> hard to keep this from you. <laughs> and, and, uh, I, I had no idea this was going to happen. And I was humbled and, um, it was, it was truly, uh, one of the best experiences I've had in my life. And I, I'm so glad that my wife and my family were there. I'm glad that all my brothers and sisters in blue and red were there. Um, I appreciate CINCOM. Uh, they, they had a message that they gave over the radio. Um, you know, I, I, I really cannot, uh, I cannot describe or, or tell everyone how much that their support has meant to me. Uh, you know, the outpouring, uh, financially, uh, you know, bringing I mean, us. Even just the, the things like, you know, having the lawn mowed for yeah. us and, um, food brought, food, you know, people that made food, bought food, um, had food delivered, yeah. uh, you know, bought us groceries, bought us supplies like, uh, sanitizing wipes, mm -hmm. you know, things that, um, people are struggling to find right now. Yeah. And, um, it, it, it's truly been, absolutely incredible yeah I mean, um i mean we if every person or family that has to face cancer were as gifted as we've been by you know the community and by our friends and by our family this would be a much better world it would be a, a, because, a much better world because it's it's we don't, we don't feel deserving of the amount of support that we've received and we so appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I, I want, I want to, to give, you know, special shouts to, uh, my daughter, uh, both my daughters and my son. Uh, they've been amazing. Uh, my mother has been amazing. She calls every day and she checks on us. Um, she has, you know, provided groceries and, and a lot of, uh, essentials, like toiletries. toiletries that we needed. Uh, she's been fantastic with that. Um, my sisters have been great. My father, um, you know, guys at the PD, 
uh, Nick has 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 just been great. Uh, the other day, he uh, uh, he asked me all the time, "What do you need? What do you need? What do you need?" And and I was like, <laughs> "Well, I mean, if you want the truth, we ordered a couple. You know, Sarah forgot to order a couple gallons of uh, sweet tea, and and uh, I have had a love affair <laughs> with the cheap oatmeal cookies that are iced from Walmart for years. Uh, I love them. I don't know why. I just love them. And I was like." Can you get me some tea and cookies? <laughs> and sure enough, him and Jared showed up at my door with two gallons of tea and, and uh, two. two big old pet family packs <laughs> of cookies. Uh, you know, he's, he's helped organize a lot of stuff. The guys at the PD have been great. Uh, you guys, you know, have stepped up and, and done everything and kept things running smoothly with me being gone. Uh, and, and, you know, I've had to really do very, very little in the grand scheme of things. Uh, Sarah's work has been amazing and her coworkers, you know, I've heard her on the phone. Uh, she'll deal with something that's work related. And then immediately I hear, how's your husband doing? How are you doing? Um, and, and that's been amazing. Even in the parade that we had today, you know, she had her coworkers, uh, that, that were there, you know, and, uh, that was amazing to see all the people that have been there. Um, Pastor Carl Staten. Uh, from the Little Flock Primitive Baptist Church has been amazing. He's been, uh, a, a very good confidant for me. Um, and I've, you know, I've been able to talk to him and, and get good advice. And, uh, his wife, Sheila, has provided awesome food for us. Um, <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, you know, I'm a foodie, always have been really. And so on, on Facebook, <laughs> I can tell you now it's going to be filled with food. If you bring me something, I, I really think that's not shocking to anybody. Probably because not. Yeah, you used to always post food pics anyway. So, yeah. if you bring us food, uh, I'm going to take a picture of it and I'm going to thank you for it. <laughs> that's just kind of how it's going to be. Um, but, but seriously, the the outpouring of support um, has has been phenomenal, and mm-hmm. thank you all for that. Um, it it really does mean a lot. It really does uplift me. It, it gives me strength. Um, and it's helped to not have to worry about, okay, how are we going to pay for the hotel when we get down yeah. there? Uh, for his, you know, his, we're traveling back and forth to Little Rock. and Or, um, you know, I'm trying to work during the day plus take care of him. And, you know, so having a meal provided at night, saves me one less thing that I have to take care of during the day. You know, I don't have to worry about, um, planning and cooking and, um, it's, it's, it's just been, uh, really amazing. Yeah. So, um, I think we're going to start to wrap this one up. Um, it, it sounds like the first podcast went well. I'm using a different app right now to record, uh, and we're using some different mics to hopefully get a little better audio quality. Um, I've worked on the intro music uh, to see if it would fade in and fade out a little better. Again, uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, we are at Jesse's One Squad. Um, the and one. The number one squad. Jesse's uh, One Squad. Yeah, and uh, Sarah doesn't update that quite as much as she should. Uh, I think she's more <laughs> focused on Facebook. Uh, on Facebook, it's Jesse's Squad. Um, you can also, again, look for us individually, um, on Facebook, uh, Jesse Martinez. Uh, you can look up Sarah on Facebook. 
Um, and you know, you can request us as friends or whatever. Uh, if you, if you, if you request us as friends and we don't initially accept it, uh, it could be because we don't maybe know who you are. Send us a message and say, Hey, uh, Demi, I was in the parade with, you know, the other guys or something. Just let me know, you know, kind of what's going on. Um, but, uh, you can, I, I haven't really put a whole lot on Twitter. Um, but, uh, my Twitter is at jmartinez301. Um, I, I don't know how much I will put on Twitter. Uh, I think my Instagram, uh, I've, I've been putting things on it and I think it is, uh, at jmartinez301 as well is, is my, uh, my Instagram. I, I, I'll try and get those for sure at some point, but, uh, follow us and kind of see, you know, what the journey has been like. Um, we will continue to record these, uh, as long as people want to hear them. And it, it's kind of therapeutic, I think, for Even us. Even if nobody wants to hear them, uh, we still might record them yeah. because I think it's therapeutic for us. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and it chronicles kind of our journey. Um, you know, if there's any questions you guys have, um, please let us know in the comments of, uh, the Facebook posts mm-hmm. that we have. And, you know, if there's something that you're curious about how we're dealing with or specifically topic. or, mm-hmm. yeah, a topic. Uh, if you want to know more about, uh, the specific type of cancer that I have, uh, you know, we may talk a little bit more about that in the next podcast and kind of what, what I specifically have, what the treatment's going to be, um, and, you know, kind of what the long-term plan is, uh, for all of this. So, um, I think, uh, we're right at about 30 minutes. So Mm -hmm. we're, we're going to hit it just right. So again, thanks for listening. Thank you for your support. And, uh, and thank you for today. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for today. And so we will see you guys, um, on the next podcast. So thanks. Thanks.